everybody. This is the Business Boot Up Edition of the Dreamers and Doers podcast. I'm Brayden. I'm joined by my awesome co-host, Sam. It's so good to be here today. Hi, Brayden. Each week will come to you live from the Loveworks campus where you will hear interviews from our youngest and experienced entrepreneurs who will inspire, educate, and give you an action step to help your leadership in business. The Business Boot Up podcast partners with Norman Chamber of Commerce, who advocates seeing Norman, Oklahoma be a thriving business business community, and is powered by the First United Bank Norman, who's not like your typical bank. Their purpose is to inspire and empower others to spend life wisely. So a huge thank you to Norman Chamber of Commerce and First United Bank for helping see our youngest entrepreneurs achieve their business dreams. So let's get into interview. We're joined by our first dreamer and doer, Rod Cleveland. Rod currently serves as Cleveland County Commissioner, where he works hard to enhance our community, improve our roads, support public safety, and bring efficiency and transparency to county government. As county commissioner, he has developed a strong partnership between Oklahoma City, Moore, and Norman to assist in providing valuable transportation infrastructure support for the county highway system that is with Oklahoma City and Norman. Rod also serves as chairman of the Central Oklahoma Government's 911 Board, Homeland Security Regional Advisory Council, DEQ Solid Waste Advisory Board, Central Oklahoma Workforce Innovation Board, National Association of Counties Workforce Economic and Community Development Policy Board, Rural Action Caucus and the and the International Economic Development Task Force to promote the U.S. products of world to the world. He is married to his college sweetheart Christine, and they have four grown children and two grandchildren. That is quite a vile. How are you doing today, Rod? I'm good, thank you. I'm, I I appreciate you having me here. I liked also where you said that this is a podcast for the young entrepreneurs. So I feel like that. You know, <laughs> I thank you. I'm a young entrepreneur. Oh, absolutely, absolutely. And we're gonna love diving into your story. And so again, thank you for joining us. Yes, today. thank you. And so we we are the Dreamers to Juice podcast. So we love asking this for our first question. Get to know you a little bit better. And it's, do you consider yourself more of a natural dreamer or doer? I would consider myself a dreamer. And why, why do you think that? Um, big ideas. Big ideas, big dreams. Um, I, and I would say that probably that might be like a downfall of me is actually trying to get those dreams into actions and everything. But I find, you know, I try to latch on to people that are doers and let them pass it off to them. So uh, so that's what, that's what I feel like. I'm, I'm kind of a dreamer. I mean, we, we need both kinds of people in this world and everything. Yeah. And there's nothing, there's nothing less of, of a person that's just a doer and there's nothing less of a person exactly. that just dreams big. Uh, absolutely. So after that bio, I've been wondering, what was, li- what was life like for you growing up? And what was your first dream job? And did it have to do anything with what you're doing now? Uh, growing up, I grew up in Slaughterville, Oklahoma. That's where I live. Love so, Slaughterville. Uh, so, you know, you know, growing up on a farm, uh, you, know, you know, doing things with uh, um, 4-H, FFA, um, hunting and fishing, just running around. Um, then my my dad he had he was an entrepreneur himself he had um, his own business he was a manufacturer's representative and then we had distributorship for for sporting goods and kind of like my one of my first things that I did that I didn't realize is actually going to be a kind of in a career in a business um, was in high school loved playing golf so what do you need whenever you play golf you need golf balls all right. Um, I was too cheap to buy golf balls, so we would go and and dive into the ponds and yep. uh, and scavenge some golf balls and everything at uh, you know a couple of golf courses. Um, believe it or not, um, in college, a few years later, that turned into a uh, that turned into a, a, a business. Um, we were one of the leading suppliers for Walmart at at one time, um, but uh, some other. Uh, 
other uh, major retailers. And um, we did that for a number of years called Experience Golf Balls. So really that's kind of was, you know, growing up, um, going to uh, going to college, and then actually going to work with my father and everything and, uh, and kind of developing my own, my own business um, after that. And no, that would have nothing to do with <laughs> actually being a county commissioner other than just the business sense of just, you know, working towards, you know, just, you know, managing people, managing with people, selling ideas, you know, selling your products, branding your products, you know, that's what we do as county commissioners is that is, you know, you know, we manage a lot of people, manage a budget. And, um, and then I have some sense of some kind of public policy for um, helping, assisting in, in workforce development, economic development, um, trying to, um, to help with with not only, you know, existing businesses here, bringing businesses in, but also helping young, you know, the young entrepreneurs or any entrepreneur to be able to develop a business themselves. Yeah. So, Kind of playing off of that, like, you do a lot of good for this community and community across the across the state. And so why and where do you think that, that passion to help and to serve comes from? I, probably just growing up at, in a Christian home. Um, that's you know that's a that's a good place you know Sunday school that's you know a lot of a lot of great lessons start in Sunday school um, so that's where it is and you live here you want the best for your community and um, and you take pride in your community and everything so that's that's where I think it it all kind of comes yeah. from I mean it's kind of a Christian heart and and yeah. uh, and I think it's very important to have those principles um, you know um, up front. And uh, and that drives a lot of good things within a community and even within business. Love that. I love that. And so we have this amazing bio we've walked up to. And a lot of people will see that and are like, wow, you are so accomplished. But could you walk us through, and you kind of already started, but the journey in the story of how you got to where you are right now. Uh, well, 15 years ago is whenever I got elected um, to uh, county commissioner. Uh, the current county commissioner that at that time I had known and I would have lunch with him once a month or once every other month and just kind of he was an older he was an older gentleman Bill Graves and uh, and and he had told me he goes hey this is would be a great position for you because you know I, I was talking about you know things that we could do in a community but not being like a legislator you know to do mm-hmm. laws I just was wanting just to you know to have some ideas do some things and also with economic development working through through the chamber being a chamber member mm-hmm. and being on uh, on committees with the chamber and, and everything and unfortunately he passed away and it was a special election mm-hmm. so it wasn't anything that I ever thought about like like okay I'm going to plan this out in four years I'm going to run for your seat or anything it was like he passed away and then there was a special election and we're like Okay, this is it. So you know, so we just jumped in. So um, so I told my wife I was going to jump in. She goes, she gave me one one piece of advice or or one charge. She goes, if you're going to do this, you're going to win. You're going to win big. So so we uh, so we got going and 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 did it. And that's how I got got into wow. public service and everything. And um, and ever since, I just enjoy it. I just enjoy the things that that we have responsibility as as a county commissioner um, within workforce development training. Um, Training people, the the federal programs that we have that we have um, are charged with um, that uh, you know you know that, and then economic development, you know, working with um, city of Norman, working with more um, whatever whatever role that the county can do and assist in, you know, I'm more than welcome to uh, to provide that. Wow, that's super cool. So a lot of our listeners are students who are either just starting their business or have an idea to do something. What do you feel are a few important things to know when starting something new? 
uh, it's okay to take risk and don't always listen to your friends. Because <laughs> <laughs> because a lot of you know a lot of your friends they're they almost have they have concern for you so they so they so they have doubt mm-hmm. you know because they don't want you to get hurt and everything you know and it's okay not to listen to your friends and to take that chance and everything um, you gotta you gotta take risk but you also gotta manage your risk um, and that, I mean that's something that I you know I look back on our business career where there are times that we should have taken a risk. Mm-hmm. And believe it or not, I have a big dream. Should have taken the risk. Next thing I know is that idea was, you know, it, you know, it, it's, it was successful or, or something. You know, yeah. I mean that that idea and everything. So I think that's probably the biggest thing. If you if you have an idea and have a dream, you know, have a risk, and then also don't take it upon yourself. Find people that can help you assist it. If you're good at sales, then you do the sales. Find somebody to do your bookkeeping. If you're good at bookkeeping, you do like that or you like processes. I like doing processes. I wasn't really the biggest one on the sales. My brother was better sales. So, you know, find that person, go sell and everything. So that's that's what I would have, I would say. That's really, really good. And so you, you talked about risk, and we know with risk there comes some challenges. Mm-hmm. And I feel like everybody in this room faced some challenges, business, podcast, commissioner. So can you tell us what are some of the greatest challenges you've faced in your role, not only as commissioner, but throughout your life, and how have you overcome that? Well, as a commissioner, we've had a lot of challenges that come before us. There has been a lot of challenges where I have to make a decision. I have to make a decision to vote yes or vote no. And if I vote yes, I have to live with that yes. If I vote no, I have to give a reason why I voted no. Mm-hmm. So there have been a lot of challenges that I had to vote no that might have been— that. That was against some people, you know, that they they thought that I should have, you know, should have voted yes. And of course, whenever I have to explain my no vote, then, you know, it's some people some people take that, you know, take that wrong mm-hmm. and everything. Um, I'm not trying to be negative or anything. I'm just trying to watch the taxpayer dollars. So um, there there's been there's been some some challenges within our board within the county mm-hmm. that we had to had to had to you know do. One of which was was um, our form of government, um, which is called, uh, uh, we have the way that we do our budgeting. For 35 years, we always had the, the county officers. All the county officers come together and we work on our, on our county budget and, and we work on it together. Um, in Oklahoma, there's two forms of government. You could do that county county budget act, which is county officers all together work on the budget, or it's a county commissioner excise, and and there was a um, this past year or last year, um, two county commissioners decided to dissolve that county budget act um, for the for that county government. So then I had to vote no, and I had to I had to. You know, I had to bear that mm-hmm. challenge as to what kind of changes that we're going to do, and everything, and. Um, uh, so I think that was one of the things, and I think that I've overcame that because I've been consistent with my arguments on why we need that, why we need transparency, why we need accountability, why eight officers working on a $65 million budget might be better than probably than, than them feeling they're, they're excluded mm-hmm. and everything, even though they're still a part of it, but they don't feel like they're, they're included in it. Mm-hmm. So I think that's been one of the challenges yeah. that I've tried to overcome. That's really good. Thank you for sharing. So earlier you said that you had a dream and you overcome it. So what is one dream you have now that you're working on? Oh, well, there's a couple of dreams I have now. <laughs> let us in. Let us uh, in. You know, there one one dream, 
one dream that I have and and and, and working in, and it's not it's not necessarily just my dream. It's a multitude of dreams, but I'm just going to be a part of it that I'd like to see it come come up come up is. Um, uh, NADC is looking f- to to expand their incubator, their their entrepreneurial incubator, um, uh, you know, and they need a place and everything. So that's something that I really want to work with Norman Economic Development as a county commissioner, as a county, to be able to provide um, the uh, the space, the the, uh, the just like just like LoveWorks. LoveWorks is an incubator. LoveWorks is an incubator for 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 young for young people. It's kind of like you guys. You guys would kind of go from here to like to like the adult incubator and everything <laughs> and stuff, and and there that's where that's where you have venture capital that you know we I want to see venture capitalists come in and actually sit there and be able to you know invest into some new startups and new companies and everything here in Cleveland County yeah. and uh, kind of take that. The other thing would be you know you know just a, just a sense of community that 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 we have Cleveland County as our own region for. Um, economic development that we're not just always part of Oklahoma City mm-hmm. or Oklahoma County or you know Oklahoma City that we that we're we we have the university here we have way more assets here that's available for developing you know young talent um, bringing in and businesses developing products and everything we have a lot more assets I think than any place else in the state and um, that's one thing that's a, that's a dream of mine that could continue on to do that's awesome. That's really, really cool. And so taking you back just a little bit, not too, too far, what is a life lesson that you wish somebody told you when you were in middle school or high school? Well, I think they probably did tell me this, but I tell you, the biggest thing is, is that not live for today, but to plan your wealth for 10 years, 15 years, 20 years. Mm. You know that that's that's what I really think because you know pre- pretty much everybody you know you know you 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 work and you want this you know you want you want your you want you you want something today mm-hmm. and everything and stuff and and I think and, and that's what I'm trying to tell my you know trying to tell my kids again and everything and stuff is build wealth not income mm-hmm. you know and I think mm-hmm. that's something that that I wish that somebody that that yeah. we would have that would have really kind of ingrained into me you know and everything and stuff more or less. And uh, and and so, but but yeah, I'd say that you know, in middle school, put that money back, build wealth, let it build up slowly, and everything and stuff, and then do whatever you do. You do something to expand your wealth, not necessarily your income. That's so good. That's really really good. So for our last question, do you have any tip or any kind that you want to share with our listeners and what to do, or why do they even want their business? Uh, well, the. The great thing about about having a business is is freedom, time freedom. Mm-hmm. Um, it's it's kind of on their own. My daughter right now, um, she has mixed sugar bakery. She's a cookie decorator. She's a I call her a cookie artist. Um, <laughs> on Instagram, you can look her up on mixed dot sugar. Um, so, uh, um, but uh, but um, she she's she's working um, on trying to. See what she wants to do, but she likes her time freedom. She she likes that. So um, I think the biggest thing is is that yes, you know, having your own business it can be time consuming, but it's your time. It's not somebody else's time. Yeah. You're not you're not you're not borrowing. You know, somebody's not borrowing your time um, and everything. And so uh, so that's the, that's the best thing. You know, my wife is an independent consultant for uh, for Arbon, and she's been doing that for for a little over fifteen years. And and um, that has that really has been able to allow me and my family to allow me to be a public servant because of what she does. 
but she doesn't she doesn't check in, you know, she doesn't clock in eight to five and and it's her time. She's busy and it's in, you know, sometimes and then she has the time to to uh to take off. So really, I mean that, that's the that's the biggest thing is yeah, you can work for someone and you can trade that. That's good for for a period or period period of life, build wealth. Um, and even so, I mean, I, my other two kids, they work for, they work, for, they're very accomplished in, in, in their companies that they work for. But what they're doing, they're working for right now for what they can do and build wealth um, for later. That's so good. Rod, thank you so, so much for your time. I know those are your listeners. I know that we are better for it, but I know our listeners are going to be better for it as well. So again, thank you so, so much. Before we go, is there any more information you want to share with us, more about where we can find you or what you're doing for the community? Well, my website is rodcleveland.com. Um, so uh, so you can follow me on Instagram at uh, the Kamish, um, and also uh, on Twitter and Getter and Facebook. Um, so if you want to learn more about me or anything, and I, I am up for re-election. I hope that's not not a problem, but uh, <laughs> yes, yes, we need to vote November eighth. So, uh, so anybody, anybody that's listening, if they're not eighteen yet, you know, be ready and get and get registered. Get registered. That's the biggest thing. Get registered to vote whenever you're eighteen. Study the candidates. Understand what's going on and everything and stuff because everything is local. Um, our local elections here in Norman, um, Noble. Um, you know more. You know the local elections. That that means a lot because that's where that's where our tax dollars are at most effective and everything and stuff is locally. And um, so just make sure that you know what's going on. Absolutely. Thank you so much again. Well, Brian, wasn't that an awesome interview? What was the thing that stuck out to you and that our audience can do? I, I feel like it was most important part is kind of an inspiration to if you have this idea that the time the time freedom you get just because I value my time a lot and that's why I'm so passionate that I get to decide what I do uh, because I'll be honest I love the nature I love nature I love being able to get away with family with friends and um, sometimes if you get into that schedule of you're working every single day for somebody that's that's not yourself you have no time to do that and so really understanding that you work for yourself yeah it's very very time consuming but it's it's your time right and so um, that really was stuck out to me what about you Something that stuck out to me was to save your wealth mm. because you can always use that wealth later on for something bigger and more important at the time. Yeah, thinking about tomorrow, not today. That's so good. Well, again, uh, listeners, thank you so so much, and we will be right back with our next student business owner. Stay tuned. Little Landscape was born out of the Loveworks Early Camp. Three young entrepreneurs partnered together to create a night with. Camp calming landscapes to provide a smoothing element to your office, home, and brighten your night. Hello, Little Landscapes. I am so excited for you guys to join us today. So for our first question, we're excited to learn more about you and your story. First, can you tell us about your names and what exactly is Little Landscapes? My name is Camilo. I'm Ethan. And I'm Eric. Um, our story began when um, one of our team members was looking outside a window and thought, well, what if we could create a miniature version of outside? So that's what we did. Okay. Today we are hoping, hoping, today we are hoping our youngest entrepreneurs out there can learn from you about some of the work involving in running a business. Uh, what can you, uh, what were some of the early challenges and how did you overcome these challenges as a team? We couldn't really think of ideas we could do, and like we were struggling, and then we thought of one by by one of us looking outside. So, can you like explain more in depth about some other challenges? Like, I understand you had a hard time trying to think up, but any other things? 
Um, well, like, working together was kind of hard at some points. Like, we'd maybe have, like, small arguments, but then we'd have to talk it out. Um, so, yeah, it went from there. Yeah, entrepreneurship is more of a team effort than a solo mm-hmm. job. So, for our second question is, what was one of the biggest things that you have learned about your business and your experience at the early camp? That it costs a lot of money. <laughs> well. Um, sorry. Um, well. Um, it was, like, uh, I learned a lot about, like, finances and goals, like, um, business goals, and just, like, how to do business itself, like, like pitches and, Yeah. For our last question, what has been one of your favorite parts of starting your own business? Business Probably, like, designing the logos and stuff. And making money. <laughs> you have to get that bank. Wasn't that an awesome interview? What was something that stuck out to you? Uh, definitely the, where they had the challenge, or I thought it was very interesting that they started this business just from looking at a window. That really tells you that, like, a business can really start from anywhere. Yeah, same here because you might be drawing a blank about what to do as a business, but really anything can become a business if you put your mind to it. So next week we'll, we'll be back with two new business owners that will hopefully inspire, educate, and give you a powerful point of action to create your idea or business. Also remember to find us on our new profile, the Business Boot Up Podcast on Spotify, Apple, and SoundCloud. We want to send out another huge thank you to the Norman Chamber of Commerce and First United Bank and Lover's Leadership for believing in our youngest entrepreneurs. Dream big. And remember, real leaders don't blend in, they stand out.